I got a potential tear trigger for you today. Welcome to Better Human Podcast, short daily bits of advice, ideas, topics, things to think about to help you become a more sovereign, free, critical thinking, iconoclastic, hopefully, think for yourself, better human. And then you can spread that better humanness to people around you. And that's how we're going to make the world a better place, one better human at a time. God Make Me a TV. This is from a book I'm reading, 100 of the most inspirational stories ever. I'm going to read this for you. And I'm going to try to give you maybe the, a moral for the day or something to think about. And if you don't have kids, it's probably not going to hit you the same. I have kids, but they're really young. And so we haven't hit this type of thing. I don't think we ever will. Our family is already very anti-screen. My partner, Allison, is very, very conscious of, of this. And there's no way that our kids or us are going to be sitting in front of a TV. But there are a lot of people today that probably sit in front of their devices. And maybe you're in the same room as your family, but you're all distracted. You you're sitting at dinner when you're eating out on your devices, kids on their devices, you're not interacting, you're not talking, you're not, it's just sad. It's sad that this is so much of what modern humanity has become. Let's get into it. God make me a TV. Students at an elementary school were asked to write an essay about what they would like God to do for them. At the end of the day, while grading the essays, a teacher read one that made her very emotional. Her husband, who had just walked in, saw her crying and asked what happened. She answered, read this. It's one of my school's students essays. And so this is from a, a small boy that wrote the essay. Oh God, tonight I ask you something very special. Make me into a television set. I want to take its place and live like the TV in my house, have my own special place and have my family around me to be taken seriously when I talk. I want to be the center of attention and be heard without interruptions or questions. I want to receive the same special care as a TV set receives even when it's not working. Have the company of my dad when he arrives home from work, even when he is tired. And I want my mom to want me when she is sad and upset instead of ignoring me. And I want my brothers to fight to be with me. I want to feel that family just leaves everything else aside every now and then just to spend some time with me. And last but not least, ensure that I can make them all happy and entertain them. Lord, I don't ask you for much. I just want to be like a TV. At the moment, the husband said, my God, poor kid. What horrible parents. The wife looked up at him and said, that essay is our son's. Just imagine that coming from a small boy, you know, the innocence and even you could say blissful ignorance that he has of not really understanding the psychology and the environmental mismatch and all the different reasons why TV and devices now have taken over our attention and are basically turning us all into robots, just plugged into the matrix. It definitely tugs at your heartstrings. But the question is, where are you doing this? Now, I'll answer for myself. I noticed that lately I've been wanting to go on my iPad and go on Twitter or get on my phone or whatever when even the family's watching a movie or downstairs. We don't watch a lot of movies. So when we watch a movie, even as I say this, I know I need to do this. When we watch a movie, I need to get off my device. I need to just watch the movie. And even if it is Aladdin that I've seen 20 times or some Disney movie, I need to watch it with my family. I'm noticing the pull. I'm noticing the pull into my device. I'm noticing the pull into distraction. And imagine in five years, 10 years, or whatever, as that manifests and compounds over time, how many simple in the moment experiences will I have missed when my son was three, then four, then five, then six, and my youngest son, Rowan, when he was one, now just turned one, and then one and a half, and then two, and then he's walking around, you know? <laughs> in fact, <clears throat> as I say this, it's um, it's definitely something that I'm glad I'm thinking about right now. So I have to figure that out. 
think about that more. And then I guess for you, I hope this can compel you to think about this in some way. Where are those gaps? Are you coming home from work and you're tired and you're just not really giving your attention to your kids or you want to just mindlessly lay back and scroll on social media or whatever, you know, and I get all, I get all this, I get it, right? Because I'm pulled into it as much as anyone else. And I think it definitely takes a concerted effort to turn it around and have kind of a family strategy where we try to optimize for not having devices out, for not having screen time, for going outside, taking walks, watching the kids play in the dirt in the sandbox, like just hanging out and doing nothing. And I think from a happiness perspective, which I've been recording a lot about happiness, I'm doing a Skillshare course on happiness right now. So much of it is about basically getting in the moment, not being in the past or the future, not worrying, not being anxious, you know, not being regretful, but just being in the moment. It seems like the foundation, as Buddha figured out, the foundation of not suffering was being supremely in the moment as much as possible. If you look at all the research around mental health, the research they're doing around things like forest bathing and trying to help PTSD, depression, and things like that, so much is pointing to being in the moment and being in nature. Being in the moment in nature is like the double whammy. So I think getting off screens, getting in the moment with your family is massive for all of us. And I don't think we do it enough. In fact, before I let you go, I've been thinking about how as an adult, trying to cultivate relationships and wanting to prioritize them and spend time with adult friends has become harder and harder. It's harder to schedule things with them. They're late, they cancel, they always need to reschedule or whatever. And they're just not as much interested in even hanging out as when I was like in my early 20s and we would hang out and do stuff. And I kind of miss that. You know, I miss that camaraderie that comes from just hanging out and doing nothing or hanging out and going grabbing some food or whatever. And it seems like living in a city like Austin, a growing city, the fast growing in America, they're saying, people just are so distracted. They're so busy. They're so this, they're so into their own little world and their devices that they are very much giving up in-person contact more like a lot more so. And it's kind of sad and depressing. And I wonder like, is this another manifestation of the American experiment, you could say, or the American prosperity pitfalls that we, so many we already have? Like we have these diseases of abundance and we have these problems with modernity. And I think this is just another way they're manifesting. Do I need to go explore other countries and cultures to find people that are just willing to and wanting to spend more time and hang out or whatever? Am I needing to just maybe pick up the slack for people and just pester them to do something? I don't know, because part of me doesn't want to do that. And I've recorded a show on that recently. I still don't really have an answer. I'm still in this kind of jaded phase with people where I feel like every time I have to ask them to do something or I have to remind them or whatever, and I'm kind of over it, right? I know that's probably not a long-term strategy. It's not the best way to go about it. I need to be kind of, I almost need to be a little bit selfish in a different way. I need to be selfish, not in a way where I expect reciprocity, but I need to be selfish in a way where I'm just going to bother people. And if I get to hang out with them, then I'm doing it for myself and I get the benefit and that's it. (laughs) So something to think about. If you have kids, oh man, please, please just be cognizant of the device use of what they're doing and you're doing. Maybe no devices at the dinner table, no devices during movie night or whatever. I mean, find ways to mitigate these things because devices, screens are one of the most toxic, damaging, and dangerous additions to our modern environment that I think like future historians are going to look back and say that, wow, this was a huge divergence of humanity. This was a huge wedge that was brought to modern society that that was basically a massive turning point for humanity and a divergence of the species even, which I've talked about before. So something to think about. 
hopefully find some ways to improve and be better. So that's it for today's show. Make sure you get in the Better Human newsletter over at Colin.coach. And if you want to support the show, check out wildfoods.co. Check out our Cocotropic specifically. So if you want to cycle your morning coffee or maybe even give your morning coffee a boost with some cocoa and adaptogenic mushrooms, you can find that in our Cocotropic blend. Fully organic, amazing, just delicious. Some people do it with just hot water or you can sweeten it a little bit or you can just add a scoop to your coffee or you can make like a keto coffee, blend it up with some butter and MCT oil. Stuff is amazing. You can find that over at wildfoods.co. And if you use wildceo, the code, you get 15% off your entire order. That's it for today. And I'll see you in the next one. Yeah.